Shalom Abrachur of the Maseches, Nozer Daf Nun Vov, the last full Daf of the seventh parak. Today's Daf discusses someone who is a Suffolk, whether he came in contact with Tuma Mace, and he's a Suffolk, whether he is a Mitzayra. And that, that's uh, one of our two kashas that we have on Rav Chista's opinion. And along the way, we learn about Tumas Mikdash and saying a Dover Bishem Amroi. Now, if you recall yesterday, Rav Chista told us that there's no fundamental reason not to count when a Nazar becomes a Mitzayra. The only reason why we would pause the counting is so that you'll have 30 days afterwards for the Nazar's here to grow to have a Teglachas, because you need 30 days of a Teglachas. But now we're going to ask two kashas on that. First, Romi Bar Chomo asks, we're going to learn on Nuntas Mabez, that if a Nazar becomes Tomei Besafik, and a Mitzayra Besafik, uh, you know, the kind comes in, and he sees two Mitzayroim, and he tells one of them that he's Tomei, another one, Tar, and then he leaves, and we forget who is who, something along those lines. So what's he supposed to do? He's just one gigantic Suffolk in the middle of his Naziris. After 60 days, he's allowed to eat Kachim, and he can drink wine, be a Metamal Amesim, complete his Naziris after 120 days. We have to take into account all possibilities. You see, if he's Tahar, then it's just a 30-day Naziris, and then he gets a haircut. If he was, in fact, Tomei Mace, then he has to wait 30 days, because he can't just get a haircut in case he's not Tomei. Then he gets a haircut, and then he takes on his Naziris for another 30 days, there's your 60. If he's a Suffolk Mitzayra, you also have to wait 30 days. You can't just get a haircut, because maybe you're not a Mitzayra, and then you're just taking a haircut as a Nazir. Then he has to wait another 30 days for the Mitzayra's second haircut. He gets a haircut on the first and the seventh day of his tower process. And after those 60 days, he can begin his 30 days of Naziris. There's your 90 days. This guy, who's Suffolk Mace and Suffolk Mitzayra, so he has to wait 30 days for his Mitzayra. 30 days because maybe he's not a Mitzayra. Maybe it's just a Mace, and now he has to take on his Naziris. And then he has to take on 30 more days for his Tomas Mace or his Mitzayrinus. And once that's done, he can do his 30 days of actual Naziris. That's your 120 days. And there we said that that's if he actually only accepted a 30-day Naziris. If he had accepted a year-long Naziris, then he could only eat Kachim after two years, and his Naziris is complete after four. It's double the same ratio. Instead of it six, being 60 and 120, it's four years and two years. But now hang on, according to Rav Chista, if technically you can count the days of Naziris while he's a Mitzayra, then why does, why does two years turn into four years? It should turn into three years and one month. He shouldn't need an entire new year for being a mace and another year for his Naziris. He has to wait 30 days just to have enough hair for a Taglachas and then one year for his year-long Naziris. You can count the days of Naziris while he's a Mitzayra. And the Gemara asks a second Kashan of Chista from Rav Ashi. We have a long brisa, and we pull out a and at the end of the day we're going to pull out a kasha from it. He asks from a Sifri and Parshas Nosoi. We know that when a Nazir becomes Tomei, that those days are not going to count towards his Naziris. But how do I know that when he becomes a Mitzayra, that it does not count, that he cannot count those days of Naziris? So there's already a kasha on Rav Chista. We bring a Kava Chaimer. You see, while he's Tomei, Thomas Meis, 
he'll have to get a haircut for that and bring a carbon. So to when he's a Mitzayra, a confirmed Mitzayra, also haircut and a carbon. Now for Tuma, those days don't count towards his Naziras. So to buy a Mitzayra, those days won't count towards his Naziras as well. The Gemara says that's not necessarily entirely compatible, comparable, because when he's Tomate Tumas Mace, that actually deletes all the days that the Nazir counted up until he became Tomei. But when he becomes a Mitzayra, we just put his count on pause and continue afterwards. So the Gemara says, let's bring a Kavachimer a different way. If a Nazir becomes a Nazir while he's in a cemetery, we learned the Sugi of Nazir Bekever earlier. If his hair is 30 days long, then until he leaves that cemetery, the count doesn't start. Compare that to a Metzaira. His hair is not enough for a Niziris Taglachas, for a haircut, because the Metzaira himself is going to need to cut it off when he's done with his Tzaras. So Kalvachoymer, those days will not be counted. So right there we already have our Kashan Chista, because this Sifri is proving that we do not count the days while he's a Metzaira for his Naziris count. But we continue the, the, the Sifri anyways. How do I know that? When I, that well, I know that I'm not going to be counting the days of his while he's actually a Metzaira, but what about the seven days that he's counting after his Metzaira? How, how do I know that those are not counted as part of the Naziris as well? Again, Kavachimer, because when he's Cholot, when he's a confirmed quarantined Metzaira, he needs to get a full-body haircut, and during the days of the counting, at the end of the seven days, he gets another haircut. So, just like while he's in quarantine, those days won't count. So, to the days that he's counting, those seven days of Tahara will also not count. Now, I might think that during a Sgira, when he's a pending Matsura, the, the Korean's not sure, and he says, you know, just stay locked up for a week, and we'll see how this... A leprosy looks at the end, I would think that those days also wouldn't count. And it would make sense also because when he's confirmed, he's cholot as a Matsaira, if anything he comes in contact with will be Matame Mishkav and Moishav. If he sits on it and moves it, applies pressure, while he's in quarantine, just in case, just a Matsaira Bisgira, he'll also be Matame Mishkav and Moishav. So the same halacha should apply, just like by when he's confirmed, he's cholot, those days won't count. So too, when he's in Sgira, those days should not count. That Kavachem will debunk because one, while he's confirmed as a Mitzurah cholot, he's going to need a haircut for that, a taglachas at the end, and bring a carbon. That's why those days don't count. He's in a totally different world. But if he's just in a Sgira in quarantine while his Tzaras is pending, that does not require a taglachas or a carbon. So those days would count towards the Yemei Naziris. He's not yet a Matsura. But at the end of the day, what do we see? The days that the Matsura is counting, the day, the seven days of when he's finished don't count towards the Naziris. The days of Azov and Azava, or someone who is pending his Tsaras, would count towards the Naziris. Nevertheless, if you compare this to Rav Chista, we said that while a Nazir is Tomei, it's Mevatel, his entire Naziris. When he's just a Mitzayra, it just puts it on pause. Now, if we're talking about when the guy accepted only a short 30-day Naziris, 
If Chisu would agree that you are not going to keep counting because he needs 30 full days of hair growth. So there's no point in letting the clock tick. We must be talking about where he accepted a larger Nazirah. And yet we still say that this Tkufa in the middle of a Nazirah of Tsaras does not count towards the Nazirah. While Rav Chista would say that the Mitzvah time during a Nazirah does count. We can keep the clock ticking. You see from here that you cannot count a Mitzvah's days towards his Nazirah. And the Gemara says, Shema Minah. Now we begin a new Mishnah that, that says that Rabbi Yehoshua tells us from Rabbi Yeshua, and that's important to remember, that any Tomas mace that a Nazir would need a Teglachas, need a haircut for, and he'd be a Chayev, you know, his Karbanas, someone who has that Tumah and goes into the base of Mikdash will be Chayev as well. But if it's a Tumah that the Nazir would not need a haircut, you would not be Chayev for going into the base of Mikdash with that. Rabbi Meir says, what are you talking about? A sheret, someone who came in contact with the sheret, he cannot go into the base of Mikdash, and yet a nazir would not get a taglachas, not get a haircut for coming in contact with the sheret. So he disagrees with, with that klal. And the Gemara, Rabbi Eliezer asks, well, the, the Gemara asks, is Rabbi Eliezer really saying over this halacha from Rabbi Yeshua? This halacha comes from Rabbi Yeshua bar Mamel. The Brisa says that Rabbi Eliezer told us that when he went to our Daski, he found Rabbi Yeshua ben Peserosh. Sounds like he actually had two names, which is unique in those days. He was passing halachas in front of Rabbi Meir. And he said that our Mishnah, that any Tomas Meis that the Nazar will need to hear God from, will be of someone who goes into the base of Mikdash with it. If, if it's not something that the Nazar will need to hear God for, going into the base of Mikdash with it, it's not a good idea. But he will not be Chayev for that. And over here, Rabbi Meir popped up, piped up, and he says, this can't be more mekel than a sheretz. Sheretz cannot go into the mikdash and is not metamid the nazir to the point of a teklachas. Rabbi Eliezer said, are you a bucky in everything that Rabbi Yeshua bar Mamel said? Rabbi Meir said, yes. So he went on and said, Rabbi Yeshua bar Mamel told me from Rabbi Yeshua that any tumor that a nazir has to get a haircut from, you're going to be chayev for going to the base mikdash with. Anything that the Nazar is not going to be chayv at the Kalachas for, you will not be chayv going to the base of Mikdash. That's how he was rebuttaling Reb Meir from Rabbi Yeshua Bar Mamel. You see, Rabbi Yeshua Bar Mamel is where this halacha comes from, not from Rabbi Yeshua Stam. So the Gemara says, you see from here that whenever you're saying over something from a string of people who said it, three or more, the chiyuv of saying it over, B'Shem Amrei, is only from the first and last person who said it over. That's why Rabbi Shua Mamel was left out, because it's not necessary to mention all the middle people. Rabbi Nachum tells us that we also learned this halach in a Mishnah where Rabbi Nachum Halabler was, says that he was Mechabah from Rabbi Miasha, who got it from Abba, who got it from the Zugos, who got it from the Nevi'im, who got it from Moshe Rabbeinu from Harsinai, that if someone plants dill and mustard seed in two or three different places, he has to take peya from each and every one. Now this halacha that he got, he's tracing it all the way back to Harasinai, but he left out Yehoshua and Kalev between Moshe Rabbeinu and the Nevi'im. So you see that it's not necessary to mention all the people in between the first and the last. The chiyuv of quoting people is only the first and the last person who said this halacha. Thank you for learning with me. Have a wonderful day.